Hey, y'all. You are listening to the Blooming Anyway podcast, and we are your hosts, Marley and Michelle. We are two creative entrepreneurs turned best friends, and our podcast is all about overcoming challenges and finding the inspiration to grow, even in places we never expected to thrive. From work-life balance to contemplating the magical intricacies of life to nerding out about neuroscience and all things entrepreneurship, we cover it. Our purpose is to expose ourselves and you to new ideas and ways to explore our inner and outer world. We may not always have the ideal conditions for growth, but we can choose to bloom anyway. So grab a cup of coffee, leave your ego at the door, and get ready to dive in. Hello, hello. We hope you're having a wonderful week and a good start to your February. It's wild that we are already well into the new year. Um, we're rocking, rolling with our businesses, ones that we have set goals for, ones that we were excited about at the beginning of the year. And now here we are in the year. We're doing it, doing the things. For a lot of people, winter is a slower time for their businesses. So if it is slower for you, hopefully you're taking advantage of that time to do those tasks that are going to set you up for major success later in the year. I know that's something I need to be doing, but I am still drowning. So stay tuned for that. <laughs> hopefully I'll have a slower time. Okay, well, <laughs> oh gosh, pray for me. <laughs> um, but we are going to start how we do all of our episodes with our two-word check-in. Hopefully by this time, if you're one of our loyal listeners and you're following along, why don't you check in with yourself too and ask yourself your two words? This is so good to have a moment to pause, reflect, and see how you're actually doing. Uh, it's so good. So Marley, how about you go first and tell us your two words for the day? My two words are intentional love. I know February is Valentine's Day, la, 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 but it's also <laughs> Colin and I's dating anniversary and we will have been together for nine years at the end of this month almost a decade bitches he can't get away from me now (laughs) so I am just trying to be really intentional about um, holding space for our relationship and our marriage and being really intentional with the goal setting that we do for the rest of the year and uh, making sure we're checking in with each other Sometimes the holidays can get, I mean, not sometimes, they do. They get super busy and crazy and you're surrounded by family and friends, which is incredible. But sometimes I think you can lose sight of your spouse a little bit and like your um, habits of, you know, being really intentional with how you love each other, like your dates or your moments together, going to bed without your phone, all of those things. So um, when we get around our um, dating anniversary, I like to kind of like recheck in and just make sure we're being super intentional with each other. I love that so much. Okay. Well, my two words are the mountains um, because this morning it I woke up and it was just so foggy and um, I took a little walk with my mom to the little park behind our house and like we're, we're sitting by the waterfalls and there was so much fog rolling in and it just reminded me of like a foggy morning on the mountains and uh I just want to move there so bad like my heart is just in the mountains so uh yeah I want to go and listen to weird banjo music and drink coffee at like a really local hole in the wall cabin sort of thing <laughs> I don't know all the things real rustic 
<laughs> rustic vibes today over here, but okay. Well, thank you so much for sharing that moment of checking in with us. We are going to kick this week off with talking about things that we wish all entrepreneurs should do. Marley, do you want to give us a little, um, what's the word? <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't know. I we're not sharing the same disclaimer. Disclaimer. No. That's the word. Okay. <laughs> Usually, I feel like I can be like, "Oh yeah, I know exactly what she's going for," but <laughs> not today. <laughs> that was not it. <laughs> That's okay. The disclaimer is that this is not a full list. Unfortunately, there's a lot of things that entrepreneurs should be doing, but these are just kind of like the framework things that. We really believe that you should be doing for your business to succeed. Um, obviously, things vary business to business based on what industry you're in, if you're service-based or product-based or whatever. Um, but we really think that these are going to be super, super important for anyone, any type of entrepreneur. It's going to be, um, these are going to be things that are going to make a huge difference in your business, no matter what you do. Also, this is not a mandatory list. We are all human. Not everything can happen at the same time or will happen at all times. Um, you know, not everything can happen at once. So we're definitely not calling you out if you're not doing these things. Definitely not doing that. Um, this is just simply our opinions. And also, these are things that we like to remind ourselves that we should be doing because I could do better in a lot of these areas. So Without further ado, here are five things that we hope and wish that every entrepreneur would be doing. And number one would be believing in themselves. This is so huge, y'all, because your mindset is literally everything. So your thoughts determine your actions, how you believe in yourself, if you believe in yourself, your ability to do the dang thing. Um, because if you do think that you can do it, you're definitely going to achieve it. So one thing that I really love about our friendship, and it's just a testament to this idea of believing in yourself is that I have been doing photography for literally 14 years. I studied it at the college level. I did it for a really long time and I did not believe in myself that I could make it happen. Even after I realized slightly that I could probably make it happen, um, it took me two years to build my business. And then Marley, straight out the gate, did a little bit of college, um, decided um, after trying some MLM jobs that she wanted to work for herself she built her business in probably under a year and is continuing to thrive. And so whether it takes you 14 years or less than a year, there's really no time on building a successful business. Because here's the thing. If you really believe in yourself and that you are worthy of being compensated for what you're giving to the world, then you will have a successful business. Point blank, period. So it doesn't matter if it takes you 14 years like it took me or less than a year like it took Marley. Believing in yourself is number one. Like, it is so big. Y'all, Michelle is in rare form today. So I hope <laughs> that you guys because she's about to slap some sense into all of us. And honestly, I need it this week. I need it, okay? So we're in it together. But <laughs> this is I'm so excited for this. Okay, the second thing that we hope that all entrepreneurs are doing 
is outsourcing the things that they cannot do or they don't love to do. And I'm talking, you should be doing this ASAP. It is a really tough lesson for most business owners because we like to control everything. And uh, especially when it feels like your baby and your dream, and it's hard to rationalize spending any of your, you know, hard-earned money on something that you could essentially do yourself, right? But the secret is, and this is something I want you to listen really close. If you have no jot this down, once you outsource, you get back all that time to do something that will make you more money. So one of the things that we highly recommend outsourcing is accounting and bookkeeping if you can. Money and taxes are something that are highly impactful in your business um, and to the success of it and putting that trust into someone who's trained, who does this all day long, will save you lots of time and peace of mind knowing that it's getting done correctly. Also, you guys know I am a huge, huge advocate of outsourcing your marketing, your branding, um, making your logo. If you're a wedding vendor or a photographer specifically, your editing, um, anything that you can, that you don't have to do, I think you should be outsourcing or making steps towards automating it at least. Ask someone who is outsourced to, I'm not even going to talk to you about like the awesomeness that comes from outsourcing your marketing because you guys know how I feel about that. But if we set aside all that really cool work that comes from outsourcing things, you also get to take on a personal cheerleader, somebody who gets to be in your corner, who knows a lot of the ins and outs of your business and can speak life into the days that feel like really long and really hard and really isolating. When you outsource, it's like bringing on somebody else who is running full steam ahead for the dreams that you have for your business. They're excited because they get to help you get there. Um, it is a fresh outlook. It's someone to bounce ideas off of. It's somebody who is an expert in their field. The thing is, is when you become an entrepreneur, you're usually doing one or two things. So like me, for example, I'm marketing and we're hosting the podcast. We host the content retreats. Like those are our things. Those are what we're good at. Those are our superpowers. But all of those things have accounting, bookkeeping, emails, comments, you know, um, planning, organization, like all of those things come along with it. And while those are all things we could do and do do to a certain degree, those are not our superpower. But somewhere in the world, there are people who organization skills are their superpower and accounting is their superpower and writing website copy is their superpower and editing photos is their superpower. Like all of those things, someone is loving it because it's their dream job too. A lot of people come to me, they hate marketing. They love taking photos. They love their job. They love their clients, but they hate marketing. I love marketing. I don't really love the other parts that go into that business. My point being is, is that you are not going to be amazing at every single thing that comes along with having your business, but someone else is. And so when you outsource, it allows you to spend more time doing the things that you are amazing at and that you love to do and that make you money while handing off the things that need to get done in your business and are important. And it's someone else's dream job. Hopefully that makes sense and encourages you to outsource some things in 2023. Ugh. 
It's so good though. It's so good. It's almost like you're just sharing like the love. Like you just there's just so much love in business and people think it's so scary, but I'm like I hate numbers and I hate math and I hate accounting. But my accounting guy loves numbers and he loves sitting at his computer all day and like he hates my sappy emails. He never responds to them, but he loves numbers and my books always look fantastic. And like that's what he loves. He loves being by himself in his office, crunching numbers. Like that's his dream job. And me gives him a job to do. And it's something I don't have to do. The world just works so well together. So good. So good. <laughs> I'm going to listen back to these episodes and wonder like how I have so much energy today. The truth is I got in a full eight hours of sleep last night. <laughs> it's a, that's a rare occasion. Watch that world. Eight hours of sleep, man. That's, that's life-changing stuff. Right it's probably now. actually closer to 10. <laughs> Feeling great. Okay, well, let's not get too crazy here. <laughs> Settle down. Eight hours of sleep. I'm just kidding. I'm lucky if I get six most nights. <laughs> All right. Point number three, we things we wish that all entrepreneurs should do, <laughs> investing in their business. We know that this is scary, but you've probably heard the phrase, you got to spend money to make money. Um, I used to hate that, but I think it's incredibly true. Um, but it is important that you think about the things you're spending money on. Like, Don't go willy-nilly with your credit card or your business card and be like, just spending money doesn't be like, oh man, I really hope this makes me more. Um, you have to be strategic about it. You have to invest in the things that are actually going to move the needle and things that are going to turn more profit in your business. Something that my husband and I recently did with our business was investing in all of the gear for a photo booth that we could take to weddings. That is something that will in turn make us more money, make us more profitable. And it's something that was like a good investment for our business. It took a lot of thought and it took a lot of planning and it did cost way more than what we were expecting. Um, but hopefully, you know, that will eventually turn more of a profit. Um, maybe for you, that's a faster computer that's going to help with editing. Maybe it's a certificate um, or something that's going to let you charge more for, for your craft. Maybe it's education or coaching that's going to help you get to where you want to go a lot faster, make better decisions. Um, so that way you don't have to spend time making mistakes. You can get a coach that's going to lead you right to it. Um, there are really good investments that you can make, um, but they do cost money. Um, and you have to make sure that you invest back into your business um, financially. So that way it can then take care of you financially. The more investments you make and pour back into your business, the more it will pour back into you. Um, and money is not the only thing that you invest in your business, though. All of your resources, any resources you invest in your business is going to help you out along the way, um, as long as you're strategic and smart about it. Things like energy and time definitely count towards investing in your business. And let me just say here, we are not advocating for you to spend every waking moment of your life on your business. That is how burnout happens. We are not advocating for you to spend all of your energy. But we do want you to spend your time wisely and invest it wisely and doing things that's going to make you more efficient, more profitable. This could mean finally updating that website to attract your dream clients, charging more, um, getting your client management software up and going so that you can actually not overbook yourself. Make sure that you know what's going out and when automating that, that workflow to make sure that clients have a positive experience from the second they reach out to you to the second they get their product. Maybe it's batch working out your content thinking about it ahead of time. So that way you have a strategic marketing plan, which Marley talks all the time about. Um, investing time in those things is going to have a huge payoff for your business. And 
if you're not investing in yourself, in your business, in your dream, how do you expect others to do the same? Mm. Snaps for that. Are you kidding me? (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that should be in a sign somewhere because that applies to a lot of things. Michelle made the comment about spending your time wisely and investing back into your business with your time and energy in an efficient way. And that leads me right into the fourth thing that I hope all entrepreneurs are doing. This is huge in your business. It is even more important than outsourcing, if you can believe it or not. It's getting organized. Being organized through the start of your business to the end of it, all that back end, all the client communications, all of that will save you so much time. Getting organized will also help you avoid costly mistakes like overbooking yourself. Automation and organization are so important because if you are a working mom, if you are a side hustle baddie, if you're looking to scale your business, if you're looking to spend more time in your life and less time in your business, but also have the same um, income, you have to get your ish together first. This usually feels like the last thing that people want to do on their to-do list because they think making money to support themselves and your family comes first. And I can totally understand that feeling of the scarcity mindset. Like if you're taking a step back that you're going to lose out on money. Um, But how are you supposed to move the needle if you don't know when your contracts are supposed to go out? You're not responding to emails in an efficient manner. You're spending your eight hours a day that you might be working in your business running around like a chicken with your head cut off because you're not really sure what you're supposed to be doing. You just know you need to be doing something. I cannot tell you the amount of times that I have heard someone talking about another entrepreneur saying that product or service was really great, but they never responded to my emails or I loved working with them as a person, but they didn't give me a contract until I asked twice. Or I know how much work you know, it it is to have this business, but they never told me how much it costs. I cannot stress to you enough that how harmful it will be to your business if you are not organized and you don't know how the processes start to finish. And I know how much work it takes you entrepreneur. And it is really easy to let things fall through the cracks, unfortunately, because life gets busy. How you avoid all this, how you avoid the inconsistencies, missing out on dream clients, um, not being able to take a day off here or there, not being able to spend time with your family when you need to, um, not being able to like get sick and know that your business is going to run you know, as well as it can while you're gone. All of that comes from getting organized and automating it and outsourcing it. You can't outsource something you don't understand yourself, right? Like you can't outsource if you don't even know what need, what's happening in your business, what needs to happen. So getting organized, getting things automated, taking the time, whether that's taking a week off, whether that's taking some really intentional time in your slow season, sit down, work through your entire business, Get a workflow worked out, get yourself organized, get your records in check, get your automation working. It's just too important for you not to do. Mm. I feel like you're talking at me because your girl needs to get organized. (laughs) Uh, 
I had a client ask them how their wedding experience was recently, and they said, oh, you're just so good, and I love how much time you take to be present with your clients. That's probably why it takes you so long to answer my emails. <laughs> Yikes, okay. right? Like, there's something to be said on the flip side of that, because I do think that people have unrealistic explanation, expectations in communication these days. Like, just because someone has a phone in their back pocket doesn't mean that they should be on it 24-7. But there are ways to automate your communications with people to cut down on that. But there's also ways for you to communicate to your clients. And I'm not even calling Michelle. I'm talking. I'm not even saying this to you. But, like, there are ways to also communicate to your clients to let them know that, you know, you respond to emails like Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And so if they send you an email on Tuesday, you're going to get to it the next day. Or if you're, you know, sending something back like, hey, I'm on my way to um, an overseas wedding or whatever right now, it's going to take me a few days to get back to you. Like that is part of getting organized and good communication is communicating that, which you do, Michelle, you do. I've seen your Instagram stories. You letting people know what's going on. But yeah, <laughs> they're, getting organized and automating things doesn't mean that you're constantly on your phone, you're constantly doing stuff 24-7. It's just knowing when those things are coming to prepare for them. This leads us to our last point, number five, make rest, self-care, and family time a priority. And this is our definitely anti-boss babe anthem coming out here. If you've listened to our past episodes, we are anti-boss babe because we think you should be a boss and a good one. And we also think you should be a babe. But you can't enjoy being a babe when you're always an overwhelmed boss. So let's take a break, okay? (laughs) The point is that you likely got into entrepreneurship because you wanted the freedom to have your own schedule. You wanted to be able to spend more time with your family. You wanted to be able to slow your life down. But look at you, girl, filling it all back up. That's me. I'm talking to me right now. (laughs) But when you feel it so full that you have a hard time slowing down, um, you really don't have time for all the things that you originally built your business for. Like you don't have the time to hang out with your kids. You don't have the time to take a sick day when you want to. And let me just say, it is your birthright to rest. You don't have to earn it. You don't have to like deserve it. You simply can rest because you want to. Because we were put on this earth to enjoy it, baby. Like we deserve that. But it is a delicate balance because if you want to make time for yourself, and your family a priority, you've got to make sure your biz is running smoothly. So see steps one through four (laughs) that we just covered to make this happen. Believe in yourself. Outsource that ish you don't love doing. Invest in your biz by getting a virtual assistant or plain just get off your butt and get organized and automated so your business is running smoothly. So smoothly, in fact, that you can afford an afternoon of pure bliss. And then return like the well-rested baddie that you are and get back at it. Oh, guys. Honestly, if you can't <laughs> tell by now, we are rooting for you so freaking hard. Like, we get so hyped about the prospect of getting to get on your speakers, in your headphones, and provide some, like, really fun encouragement and helpful encouragement into your life. We hope that every time you walk away from the podcast, this episode and any of the other episodes, that you feel rejuvenated and encouraged to rest and get organized and show up as the best version of yourself. And we just hope that you have the best 
week and that you would take you know, all these nuggets of information and be able to apply them and they would make you feel inspired and encouraged and maybe just a little called out, but like in a good way. Oh, this is, I honestly don't know um, more people that get super jazzed about getting organized as we are. Uh, people think we're out of our minds. But this is just so good. This actually leaves me feeling so ready to get after it, getting to work, making sure that I'm outsourcing, making sure that I'm organized so that I can take those rest days and really, really enjoy this life, um, all that it has to offer. I'm just feeling all the feels. We hope you liked this episode. Feel free to go back again and take notes and giggle with us as we laugh at each other and struggling through this one today. Um, If you have any questions about any of this, drop us a DM on socials. Let us cheer you on. Let us know that you're struggling in an area. We're definitely here to help you. And we can't wait to chat with you more next week. In the meantime, stay healthy, stay human, get organized. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Bye, friends.